Welcome to the I Am Woman Project. I'm your host, Catherine Plano. I am a creative soul adventurer, a modern day alchemist, and a transformational coach for entrepreneurs, businesses, leaders, and for those who want to break the cycle of convention and redefine success one step at a time. I am on a mission to empower the conscious people of this world, those who seek to learn, grow, understand and become the very best version of themselves that they can be. Every week we have thought leaders, change instigators and inspirational human beings from around the globe that offer you profound teachings and recent discoveries from the world of neuroscience, positive, cognitive and spiritual psychology to help you build wealth, health, love and achieve lasting transformation. So join us here every week for new lessons on how to lead a life that matters, how to escalate your life after failure, and how to inject more meaning, connection, and resilience into your life and your business. This week, I'm super, super, super excited about our guest. We have the beautiful Liana Werner Gray. Liana is a certified nutritionist and three-time best-selling author of The Earth Diet, Cancer-Free with Food, 10-Minute Recipes, and her latest book, Anxiety Free with Food, published by Hay House. Liana overcame many health issues, including a tumor, chronic fatigue, digestive issues, and weight loss with nutrition. She believes that food is medicine. Liana is a resident health and nutrition coach at Complete Wellness NYC, providing eating plans to patients where she works alongside a team of expert providers. Liana is a regular on television, providing health tips and recipes, including Doctors TV, Doctors Oz, The Wendy Williams Show, NBC, ABC News, CBS, and Fox Television. She has also been interviewed by Forbes, Yahoo Beauty, Women's Own, Pop Sugar, iHeartRadio, and the list goes on. On. It's now time to tune into this one very inspirational human being. Enjoy. So, today I'm super excited about our guest. We have the lovely Liana Werner Gray. Welcome to I Am Woman Project. Thank you, Catherine. I'm so excited to be here. I Am Woman Project. It sounds amazing. I'm super excited that you're here. So uh, the way that let's let's get into the show. The way that we always love to start the show is we always love to ask our woman of inspiration, which is you, my dearest, to share her unique story. So tell us what inspired you to do what you do today. Well, you know, it all started in good old outback Australia. So I grew up in Alice Springs, and I'm I've been living in America, New York, for the last ten years. So I'm over here right now. So you're. My first Australian interview with my new book launch, I'm so stoked. But basically, I remember from age five at my school, like half the kids were Aboriginal and half the kids were white. And I remember learning from the Aboriginals that the healthiest way for us to eat was living as close to nature as possible, and especially with their diet. So if, if we could go out to our own backyard or to the bush and pick foods or bush tucker straight from the earth, straight from the bush, the plant, the tree, and then eat it, that we would get a high amount of nutrition. So high, in fact, that 
it would nourish our bodies, keep us disease free. And also the Aboriginals believe that it had a spirit. It had an energy, like a life force. And so I remember that clicking at age five thinking, wow, okay, so that's how we have to eat. We have to be as natural as possible. And then I moved to Brisbane city when I was 18 and right before then is when, you know, I moved out of home, didn't have my parents around telling me what to eat, didn't have the Aboriginal culture anymore. I was like uprooted basically. So when I got to Brisbane, I started to visit the (laughs) 7-Eleven and I became very fascinated with packaged foods, especially brightly colored lollies. I'm so glad I can say lollies on this interview and you guys all know what I'm talking about, or candy for American listeners. So I started eating a lot of lollies and Tim Tams and chocolate and it was a drug for me. It was it was such a high. And addiction runs in my family. So, you know, I just naturally just fell into that. And then I did this for five years. My diet was breakfast, lunch, and dinner was gummy bears for breakfast, Tim Tams for lunch, McDonald's for dinner. And I basically chased around my cravings all day, every day. And I was in university and I was miserable and I was tired and I was gaining weight and getting bloated and my skin was going bad. And I knew that it was wrong because I was eating foods that were so far removed from nature and their natural state. So but in my, I'm, in my mind, I knew that, but I couldn't stop myself from this thing that felt really a lot stronger than me, this you know addiction, this impulse. And so finally, after five years of that, I ended up with a golf ball-sized tumor in my lymphatic system. So I was at the Mata Hospital in Brizzy, and they did a biopsy, and it was the size of a golf ball at the time. And I just remember thinking, like, what have I done to myself? And I knew I'd done it to myself because I was eating so poorly and I basically deprived myself of nutrition for a good five years. And so that was my wake up call. That was my rock bottom, my wake up call. And, you know, I felt so bad sitting in hospital because I just had these huge needles in my neck, pull a piece of this tumor out. And and it was this awful experience. And I felt so bad. And the only thing I wanted to do was go and get McDonald's to soothe myself and to make myself feel better again. And that's when I thought, you know what, I have to get out of this vicious cycle somehow. And I don't know how I'm going to do it because I love junk food and I'm so addicted to it. But that's the first time I really surrendered. And the first time I really, you know, said universe and said, okay, God, you know, God, if you're real, if you're there, like, please help me, like, give me an idea, a sign, like, how do I break this? Or do I have to be miserable like this for the rest of my life? And so that is basically what was the catapult to my rock bottom. And then I had a huge light bulb moment, which came after me surrendering. And I had this idea that if I was to go back to nature and focus on the earth for 365 days, so I gave myself a challenge for 365 days, I would eat only foods that come straight from the earth, straight from nature. And I called it the earth diet and I started a blog. This was in 2009 when blogs were just starting. And I thought, you know what? The blog readers will hold me accountable. Even if it's just two or three readers, I will want to not let them down. And every time I have a craving, I will think, okay, how can I make this at home in my kitchen using more natural ingredients? How can I make chocolate balls and cookie dough and chicken nuggets and French fries? And so I did that for 365 days. In three months, the tumor had completely dissolved. I opted out of all conventional treatments and After that, you know, my health started to completely transform. I lost weight. I felt so much better mentally as well. And the blog went viral. 
and eventually turned into a book deal. So I moved to America, been here 10 years. And in a nutshell, you know, that's my story. That is amazing. Liana, that's, that's, uh, what a story. It reminds me of the movie. Is it Julie Julia? Where the lady started a blog and she was she decided to follow a recipe every I think for three hundred oh I think she did it more than for three hundred sixty five days but it's the same thing, um, her blog went viral and they turned it into a movie, uh, so yeah. that's kind of the first thing that popped into my mind as soon as you started talking about your story which I love, it's interesting yesterday I was having a conversation with my mum and we were talking about uh, and I don't know what it's called but it's we call it a sugar shake. So basically, I used to be a little bit like you, used to eat sugar, lollies or candy uh, on a daily basis. And it, it's almost like if I was out and about and I didn't have sweet, I'd, it's almost like my sugar level would drop. I'd break out in the sweat. I'd go really weak. I'd have to sit down. And, and it, the only way that I would feel good again or normal again was to have more uh, sugar, like a mm-hmm. sugar hit. Did you ever experience that? Oh, yeah. And that's why I felt like I could never give it up because when and that's the thing, when you start eating candy and this this sugar, this refined sugar, it basically tricks the body and it also changes the chemistry in the body. So the blood sugar will spike really, really high, like crazy high. And it feels like a drug because all the endorphins are running, serotonin's coming out of the brain. So it feels really, really good for that moment. And then the body crashes. And it's also neurotoxic. So the nervous system and the brain starts creating this stress response and this anxiety and the body crashes and it's like, whoa, I need more sugar. It's so imbalanced and so unstable. And that's why that's the chemical reason why it's so hard to give up the the sugar cravings. And so that's why the earth diet worked for me so well and thousands of people now because it's kind of a replacement therapy. So the first step is, and the most important step, is getting off refined sugar, especially white sugar. I mean, there's no need for us to ever eat that again because we have things like honey and maple syrup and coconut sugar and stevia and monk fruit. So with the Earth Diet, it's not about, oh, you never have sugar again. It's like when you are coming off that sugar addiction or cravings, we can fulfill it using honey or maple syrup or monk fruit or fruits, a more stable sugar that the body can actually digest. Then then it doesn't like go crazy and raise our blood sugar levels so high and then bring us right back down again. It's more balancing, more stabilizing. And this is how we can break that vicious cycle. Mm, I know. And I've had to, um, I was saying to my mom, all you need to do is, because we all have a bit of a sweet tooth. Uh, I love my chocolate uh, at night time with a cup of tea. So, but we, um, what I did is I decided to go with dark chocolate, 90%. People go, oh, how can you eat that? But it's now I'm so used to it. And now when yeah. I do have sugar, it's like, oh, when I have the chocolate I used to eat, I was like, oh, it's like having a cup of sugar. Like I can really tell the difference now, now that I've given it up. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's such a great that's a great response that you can see your body, your cellular structure has changed. Mm. And yeah, that's the thing. After the 365 days of the earth diet, I was curious to see what conventional chocolate and conventional lollies tasted like. And I remember trying them and thinking like, this is way too sweet. And it was just crazy. It was like a sweet bomb, sugar bomb. Mm. And so that is really exciting. Like the healthier you get, your cells do change and then it's no longer appealing to eat those other sugary foods. 
And you know, when I'm in Australia, I love, there's a couple brands of chocolate, like Loving Earth chocolate that's sweetened with coconut sugar. It's so delicious. So it's a darker chocolate, but they also have a coconut milk chocolate as well. I think they have a cashew milk chocolate. Yeah, yeah I know the one. Fine, yeah. And that's got coconut sugar. So I love that one when I'm there. So, mm. so lovely. Yeah, no, I do like that one. And so, and I'd like to really sort of unpack your new book, but I, I know uh, one thing too, when you were talking about getting back into sugar, just giving it a go and see what happens. What I found is every time I'd have lots of lollies or sugar, I'd almost have a panic attack or anxiety that, that just kind of like creeps up. And I know this is going to link in with your book, but I know that I, I used to say to my husband, I'm sure that sugar is giving me anxiety now. Is that possible? Yeah. It is possible. It's actually science and researchers have shown us. And that's why I put so much of this research in the book. And I have a whole um, chapter on refined sugar, actually. And it says that if we eat, we can't not get anxiety if we eat white sugar. And, you know, there's no corn syrup in Australia, luckily. But it's the same thing with corn syrup. But if we eat white sugar, the body does produce anxiety because white sugar is anxiogenic. It's a anxiety producing substance. It's been proven by science and researchers. We're not, it's not just some woo woo of like sugar gives you anxiety. No, it actually does. And the reason it does it is because as soon as we put it into our mouth, as soon as we put it into our mouth, it fires off like our, our brain is so intelligent. So all the neurotransmitters, they know, and it fires off all just sporadic and kind of crazy. And this is what puts us on edge as well. And this is what's messing with especially women's emotions and hormones. When we eat refined sugar, it produces so much anxiety. It puts us on edge. So when things happen throughout the day that might not be as stressful but in that moment if we're on edge they seem like huge and very stressful and we blow up and we blow it out of proportion when if we can manage that balance in our body and not be on edge we will have a better stress response so refined white sugar is proven to be neurotoxic and it wreaks havoc on the gut as well it's inflammatory it can create so many gut issues and if we have a poor gut environment or poor gut microbiome Science also says that that we will have anxiety and depression. So, yeah, it's it's very fascinating. So this is like the number one thing that we definitely need to to get off. And it might sound extreme, but, you know, it's actually not because the process of cane sugar to white sugar is very extreme and the body and the brain are just not designed to digest it. It's just it's a poison to the body. And but the great thing is, like, we have so, so much abundance from Earth and nature all the natural sweets that we can enjoy. So we really just don't need it. Wow. So talk us a little bit about microbiome for those that don't know what exactly that is. So microbiome is the environment and the state of the gut right now. So it's made up of bacteria. And so studies have shown that people with anxiety do have a different gut microbiome than people who don't have anxiety. So that's why so many people are taking probiotics these days to balance out the good, healthy gut bacteria. Because a lot of people have an overgrowth in their gut of bad bacteria or they have yeast infections, candida overgrowth. So all of that is a sign of poor gut microbiome. It basically means the environment. So, you know, what state is your gut in? What kind of environment does your gut have? And I know when I was 
when I had the tumor in my lymphatic system, my gut was horrific. You know, I was not going to the bathroom. I was very clogged up. My digestive system was so damaged from all the, the junk foods. And it was just, it was so bloated. It was inflamed. I had candida overgrowth. I also had a lot of parasites as well, which is just awful to think about. So uh, yeah, it's really important for us to cultivate a very healthy gut microbiome, which we can do with certain foods and supplements. Mm. So how does one know? Um, Because I know I've had lots of different tests, some very interesting ones. Um, And I have had things like... um, um, helicobacter virus, um, the leaky gut, had all sorts of things. Uh, so how does one, what would be the best way to find out uh, what is going on with your gut? Yeah, so you could visit your doctor or a GI specialist. So I don't know if there's a lot of those in Australia, but in America there's a lot of GI specialists that are doctors that just specialize in the gut. And, but a lot of doctors here will do it. So maybe in Australia, they're doing that as well, but they'll usually do a stool test and they send a piece of a way just to see what's going on from that. They can tell the bacteria. They can see if you have parasites, they, they can tell, you know, if you have IBS, leaky gut, and that can be really helpful. If you're open to more alternative things, you could also go to a colon therapist. Now, colon therapists are such lovely people I have to say that takes a certain person to do that as a career <laughs> they must really care about people and helping people's health it's remarkable but they can tell by doing a colonic really what's going on in your gut because you can see the stools as they come out and you can see what's in them you can see if anything's been stuck in there for years you know some colon therapists will say wow like that's been in there a long time or mm. that's all the candida coming out that's fungus coming out some of them see tumors coming out it's really really remarkable and that was a huge part of my healing as well I did for those for the first two months um, after the hospital I did a colonic every other day and alternated with a coffee enema and that really helped my gut health to oh, just wow. detox everything up. yeah I needed to do a big detox yeah, I've never, um, and so this is our fourth year or after, it's a bit longer, but I've never shared this, but I used to do regular colonics uh, and it's quite big in France. I'm, I'm French background, but it is because they're, they're all about the gut. And, you know, even like if you were to be put on antibiotics, and I still have my mother tell me, she says, are you taking yogurt to protect your gut before you take these antibiotics? Uh, which I don't do, but let's say, you know, if I was ever on them. Um, but colonics are amazing. It's it's not only are they good for your gut, you actually feel amazing. It's kind of weird. It's kind of awkward. Uh, but if mm. you get past the awkwardness and they do go out of their way to make you feel as comfortable as possible, uh, it is pretty amazing. Yeah, it really is. And it worked so much for me. It resonated. And, yeah, you just feel so clean after it. And it makes you feel like, I don't want to put anything dirty or toxic in my body after that because you just feel like, wow, I just, I have a fresh start. But colonics also aren't for everyone. Some people really just don't like them. My sister went and got one and she she said it was a traumatizing experience. She would never do it again. So it's one of those things where it's like bio-individuality of like, you know, does it resonate with you or do you need another healing remedy? Yeah, exactly. But I, I, I do recommend that you give it a go. It isn't comfortable, but if you can get past that, it's I, I can't I can't tell you how great you feel afterwards. 
So Leanna, yeah. let's let's deep dive into your book. Talk us about your book. Yeah, I'm so excited for yours to arrive. So Anxiety Free with Food, this is my fourth book and it came out just um, two weeks ago. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's doing really well on Amazon around the world. It hit number one for neuropsychology and popular neuropsychology and healing. And it's basically an extension of the earth diet. I mean, all my work is because all of the the recipes in here are using very wholesome natural ingredients. And I always talk about the earth diet in all my books and say that, you know, the closer we are to nature, the healthier we are and the better chance we have of healing, whatever health issue it is we have. But this one really focuses on the causes of anxiety from a nutritional standpoint and how we can clear anxiety from a nutritional standpoint and with foods. And it gets into a lot of science. So the subtitle is Natural Science-Backed Strategies to Relieve Stress and Support Your Mental Health. So the concept is the better we eat, the better mental health we have. And there's a lot of studies in here, like half the book is studies and the other half is recipes. So a lot of studies in here that link certain foods to mental health issues, anxiety, depression, bipolar even, and the connection between the gut and the brain, and then which foods are proven to be anxiogenic, the ones that cause anxiety, and then which foods are proven to be anxiolytic that help to reduce anxiety. And I talk about all the, the why behind neurotoxic foods. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, that seems really extreme. Can that really, you know, cause those kinds of issues? And the reality of it, of it is, is yes, certain foods really are destroying a lot of people's health and mental health and the endocrine system as well, which is big for women. You know, it's messing with our hormones a lot. So, yeah, so it's um, it was my favorite subject to actually study and research and I'm very excited about it. I would say it definitely is my best work. And I was became fascinated with it when I was experiencing a heightened amount of anxiety. You know, this was after I healed the tumor. And I thought I thought, I wonder if this anxiety is mental, emotional, spiritual, or physical. And I had a feeling it was physical because I had done a lot of healing work on mental, emotional, spiritual. So I thought maybe this is a chemical imbalance in my brain. So I went and got a blood test done and it revealed that I was deficient in omega-3 fatty acids, which means I have anxiety. So science tells us that if we're deficient in omega-3 fatty acids, that we will have anxiety. Like how crazy is that? But also how simple is that and relieving to know that, okay, if I'm deficient in any nutrients, I can find out with a blood test and then simply supplement and eat certain foods to help put that nutrient back in my body. And it changed my brain and my anxiety within days. I felt so much better. My anxiety levels went down and I thought, is it really this simple? And so that's when I started going down the rabbit hole, researching and putting together this book. And I'm so excited about it. So excited. That is awesome. So, Leanna, what are some foods that we should eliminate from our diet, especially the ones that's causing us anxiety? Yeah. So the neurotoxic foods, the anxiogenic foods. So number one, the worst. I love my list of like the top tens, you know. So number one is refined sugar, as we talked about, white sugar. That one has to go. So that's the most toxic and the one that causes anxiety the most. Then number two are bad fats. So these are trans fats. And I talk about the difference between good fats and bad fats. 
So bad fats are the ones that are in fried food, like fast foods, you know, like fast food joints and fries and stuff like that. So the good fats are things like avocado, coconut oil, olive oil, salmon, walnuts, chia seed, hemp seed. So we want to get more of those good fats in. The bad fats just cause a lot of inflammation on the brain. And then number three is toxic chemicals that are hidden as ingredients in food. And Australia is quite lucky at this point because there's less chemicals in foods than there are in the United States. But things that are like blue one, yellow five, you know, red 556, things like that and any ingredients that people can't pronounce are most likely created in a lab. You know, they're an additive, a preservative, a filler, an emulsifier, a food coloring, a food dye, a flavor. Those things we want to avoid. There's The body is just not designed to be able to digest them. The body is very resilient, but if we consume those, especially on a daily basis, it is a lot of wear and tear on the body and they're proven to be neurotoxic. So it's causing people anxiety. The there are actually 30 of these ingredients that are banned in Australia. So that's really good to know. But they are in foods in America that people are eating every day. But every time I go back to Australia, you know, once a year, I do see a few more things slipping into the food there and in the ingredients. And it's like, oh, okay, people just must be educated to know, you know, vote with your dollar. Don't buy those certain foods. Um, you know, once in a while, if you have it, it's fine. The body's resilient, as I mentioned, unless you're really sensitive. But having them on a daily basis, it just triggers so much anxiety. And then... As you um, were saying that, I was just thinking of uh, there was a book and I can't remember. It was a little red book where you, you could see, you could actually look up all the chemicals in food. So I used to take it with me. Like, that was years ago and I don't even know where that is anymore. But I used to go shopping with it to check the chemicals in the food. Uh, it's really amazing how much chemicals is in even our food, even though Australia's uh, not as high as in the US. Um, but you've got places like Whole Food. Is it Whole Food? Yeah, Whole Foods. Yeah, yeah. Whole Foods. Whole Foods is, is a dream. I was there today. I was there two days ago. It just feels like home. Um, but I do love smaller health food stores as well. But I definitely miss Whole Foods when I go back to Australia because they just have everything. It's mm. so cool. Hopefully Australia will get something like that soon mm, absolutely That'd be helpful yeah but it's good to see Coles and Woolies and Audi have more organic natural things that's really great absolutely absolutely so Liane we're talking about what we need to eliminate we let's have a look at what could we add to our diet that will help <laughs> reduce anxiety yeah that's a good good question so I have a list of the top 10 foods in here so the top 10 foods for reducing anxiety are number one, dark leafy greens, such as kale, spinach, and parsley. Number two is walnuts, so really good healthy fats. Number three is turmeric, great anti-inflammatory. Number four is wild salmon and other fatty fish, which Australia's got great seafood. Number five is avocado, so again, good healthy fats. Number six is olive oil, more good healthy fats. Number seven is coconut oil, more fats. <laughs> number eight is broccoli and broccoli sprouts. Number nine is cacao and number 10 is ginger. So you can see from that list that most of them are really good healthy fats because that's the main thing that the brain needs is those healthy omegas 
to reduce anxiety. And then the other ones like the cacao, ginger, turmeric, and dark leafy greens have a lot of antioxidants and a lot of nutrients. The dark leafy greens and the broccoli and broccoli sprouts have a lot of magnesium and the compound chlorophyll, which is chlorophyll is, I think, the greatest hack known to humankind, something mm-hmm. that we can all really take advantage of. So I've had a green juice every single day for coming up on 12 years. Oh, so wow. after I healed the tumor, I thought, you know, because I was juicing six times a day when I was healing, I thought, you know what? I'm going to commit to having one juice now every day for the rest of my life because why not? It's basically like getting an IV concoction of nutrients like straight into the cells. It's the fastest, most powerful way to get nutrition into the body on a cellular level. And so sometimes when I'm traveling, I'm not able to do like a fresh green juice. So I have liquid chlorophyll, which is a just an extract from these dark leafy greens. Just drop it in water. It makes the water green. It has zero taste. It tastes neutral. And this is put so much oxygen into the body, magnesium, it helps to build new blood cells. And, you know, in one of the world wars, America, when they were at war, if they were low on blood for blood transfusions, you know what they gave people? Liquid chlorophyll uh, instead of blood transfusions until they got more blood. So it is so powerful in transforming our body. It literally builds new blood cells. It builds us a new body. It's incredible. So dark leafy greens and broccoli, broccoli sprouts, kale, spinach, they all have this compound chlorophyll. So we feel so much better if we get that every single day, unless you're one of the like less than 1% of people who have a certain gene or a thyroid issue and can't do dark leafy greens. Everyone on the planet should really try to get dark leafy greens every day. Just get it in. It's medicine. It make you feel so good, so positive. I know chlorophyll all too well. I've just had to come off it. So I was taking on a daily basis and just pouring it in, thinking it's so good for me. Had uh, my bloods done and the doctor called me and said, look, Catherine, your uh, iron is abnormally high. What have you been doing? Are you taking iron supplements? And I went, no, I'm not. And it wasn't until I, I went, okay, I started looking into everything I was taking on a daily basis because I take lots of vitamins. And I went, we looked at the vitamins, my husband and I, and then I looked at the chlorophyll. And I was like, wow, people that are anemic take chlorophyll. I wasn't doing it by the drops. I was just pouring it in with in a liter and a half of water every day. Uh, so I've had to go off it completely to get my irons back to a normal level. So it is, it get does it work. Balance. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, and then once you get back to balance, perhaps you can just do even just two or three drops. You don't need a lot. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah. And I, I, I've learned that the hard way. Um, <laughs> oh no, silly. So the That's other thing to have though, it's better than the, the reverse yeah, I know. But then when you Google this and you look at, because I was like, why is he so concerned? And I looked into it and I'm like, I, you never Google, never Google. Uh, but I did, I Googled. And it's like, if you have a you know, high uh, iron in your blood, blah, blah, it could, it could lead to all these other health, you know, problems. So I went, okay, I'll go off it yeah. completely and give my body a good break from it. No, One thing thanks. that I'd really like to unpack, because you talked about, um, a lot about the brain let's talk about the gut brain connection Mm -hmm. yeah so talk about how some of the studies that you some of the findings Mm -hmm. yeah so let me find some good studies on it actually and 
they're so the gut and the brain are so connected they're connected with certain nerves and so and i mentioned that study that showed that people with anxiety have a different gut microbiome than people who don't so this is interesting so it's like we can know that anxiety when we have anxiety it causes a different gut and that's why people with ibs have a stressed out gut they're often stressing out and then also it, it can be the reverse so if you're eating certain foods and you're it, that's stressing out the gut that will cause the mental reaction for anxiety and, and depression so one of the proven causes for anxiety is poor gut health so so I write in here that some neurotransmitters such as serotonin are manufactured in the intestines and the water-soluble vitamins are synthesized by our symbiotic gut bacteria, aka probiotics, which is also why I think everyone should take a probiotic because we have taken antibiotics and that wipes out all the bacteria, the good and the bad. So we quickly need to like rebuild the gut. And I was reading some science on that the other day saying that we may never actually get that same good bacteria back after a dose of antibiotics, which sounded really extreme and crazy. So probiotics help to put that good bacteria back in the gut. Um, so if the gut is not functioning optimally, the body and brain are not properly nourished. So an unhappy gut equals an unhappy nervous system and a brain that is not energized. And that's why certain foods can cause brain fog as well. So poor gut health. I mean, some doctors think that the immune system is mostly in the gut as well. So really focusing on the gut. And when I was healing the tumor, that's the thing that the naturopath said too. She said, to drain this out and heal this, we need to we need to cleanse the gut. I wouldn't have known that. I would have not known. I would have concentrated on my neck area and thought, okay, how do I drain this out? And she said, it's when we clear your gut up, it's going to clear out your lymphatic system. It's going to clear the tumor out. So that was really, that was really, really awesome that she was able to know that. Mm. So gut health really is so important. And then with all of those foods, they all really help to cultivate good gut health and they're all whole foods that come straight from nature. So it doesn't take as much energy from the gut to digest these foods. They get a lot of nutrition. There's a study that I included in here that says that when people eat or drink, people will get, they will actually absorb between 10 and 90% of nutrients so somebody might be eating this big salad, delicious meal, but they're only absorbing 10% of nutrients from that, depending on their gut health. So if they have compacted waste stuck to their gut, and this is what colonics help to do is remove all that compacted stuck waste, is that, and that's what the naturopath said to me. She said, even if you started eating all these healthy foods now, so your gut has so much compacted waste, you're not actually going to absorb any nutrients. You have to clean out your gut. So... Nutrition deficiencies is another big reason why people have anxiety. And so in the book, I talk about the nine principles to help to heal anxiety. And principle number one is eat to preserve gut health and establish a healthy microbiome. Number one. So that's the most important. So if anyone has anxiety, that's the first thing to look at is 
is the gut health. And okay, oh, here's a great study from Australia. So the researchers at RMIT University in Melbourne, that's where you are, said an influence of gut microbiota on behavior is becoming increasingly evident as it is the extension to effects on tryptophan and serotonin metabolism. There is regulation of tryptophan and serotonin in the gut by the resident microbiota, and recent studies show that low to no gut microbiota increases levels of tryptophan and serotonin and modifies central higher order behavior. So, so having a really good healthy gut, we will naturally feel that natural high in life when, you know, everyone's felt it at some, at some point. Um, you know, I felt it now more because I'm healthy and detox my body. But when I was eating junk foods, I didn't feel that natural high. I had to get that high from sugar and from junk foods and fast foods. But now, like say after a couple hours, I eat something like a salad and salmon, which in the moment, especially to someone who has had an addiction, isn't the most exciting meal. But if I eat that two hours later, I feel this rush of this serotonin coming from my gut and it does feel like a natural drug. It's an incredible feeling, but people lose that feeling when the gut health isn't, isn't great. Mm. So Liana, are you saying, I guess the, the best thing to, um, for our listeners and for anybody to actually check your gut health first and then maybe get into a detox to clean the gut out and then start this new way of living with, you know, especially for those people that have got anxiety, which is really interesting because there is a lot of research out there that links the whole anxiety with the brain. And when you were talking about you've done all this work, I've got a, a curious question. You, you said I did all the spiritual work, um, all the, you know, and the mental, emotional, and then it's the physical work. There's... Uh, some belief systems that uh, say that we create all our own uh, illnesses, right? So it starts, you know, where the spiritual goes into mental and give it enough emotion, it hits physical. When it's physical, it's then up to us, what do we do with it? But it's, it is, it's, we create, like you said, you knew that you created it. What did I do to create it? So you were accountable and owned it. Uh, so with the spiritual side of things, is that what you were talking it's about, understanding how it manifests, what were your thoughts or what did you do? You know, like you're saying, you're eating lollies, like how you ate lots of lollies, you know, breakfast, lunch and dinner. Um, <laughs> yeah. Were there other things that you sort of like unpacked with that side of things? With the spiritual, mental, emotional side, mm -hmm. you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I, I did. I unpacked, I, I had to unpack a lot and it's taking me, I'm still unpacking it. And it goes back from, you know, certain traumas as a child and certain things that I've, you know, picked up from my environment as a child, from my parents. And um, I really had to look at that, you know, because addiction, depression and cancer all run in my family. So I think it's wise for any human to look at our family history and say, OK, like this is in my family line. And science has shown that if we trigger those marks, those gene marks, like we will experience that same health issue. And so I really had to look at that as well. And then I, you know, I did a lot of emotional healing, mental healing, a lot of seeking to find how to heal those things at first. And then I finally found different ways that really worked for me. So I've continued to do those. And, 
um, also I, you know, after I, I had that light bulb idea to create the earth diet, that made me believe in God. I, you know, didn't really have a connection to source or a feeling of that before. And now, you know, I can't not believe in God because of the transformation and healing. And I am a totally different person than what I was when I was addicted to junk foods, my thoughts, my feelings, my emotions. And, you know, I just think that it, it takes some supernatural divine source and energy and love to be able to do that. And so now, so, so now, especially with the anxiety thing, this is why I thought it was a brain chemical thing, because I learned that if we have anxiety or depression or any like heavy feelings, we can just give that all up to God or to, you know, the universe of people listening that whatever resonates. Um, cause you know, the word God used to trigger me before I believed in God. I would just was like, ah, I don't say that word. So, you know, just say, say universal source, whatever works for you. But um, the idea is that we're not, what I learned is, and I do think this is a truth, that we're not meant to have anxiety or depression or any health issue and or suffer for our whole life. Like, we are not meant to do that. We didn't come here and, and be like, you know what, I have anxiety. It must just be because I'm a bad person or I did bad things in my past or because I'm eating bad foods. It's like, no, we have the, we have the ability and the option and the freedom to be able to become completely free one day. And so with anxiety, I knew that as soon as I felt anxiety or stress that I was meant to cast it out right away to God and say, God, take this. I know I'm not meant to keep it in my body. And actually it's very biblical that we're not meant to keep anxiety in our thoughts or our emotions or our body. We actually have the permission to give it up no matter what we've done in our life. And so I was practicing that a lot. And then I was like, why do I still have anxiety and so that's when I thought ding 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 this is a physical brain chemical thing but with healing if we hit all of those things with whatever it is we are going to definitely come out a better healthier transformed person who feels free mm, absolutely and and it goes to doing all like taking care of all the bodies right with mental emotional physical and spiritual and I think that in some I mean from even a physical point of view I've even uh, heard some of the research that sugar is like cocaine to the brain. You know, it's like, where's my next hit? Uh, then it is. There's, yeah. there's also some research that talks about, and this is the gut-body connection again, when we talk about the gut is connected to uh, the subconscious or unconscious part of our brain. So when it hits in our gut, uh uh, it's about looking at doing the deep work, doing the shadow work, uh, unpacking what's there uh, at that level as well. So there's there's many ways that we could target this, uh, but definitely when it's in the physical body, this is what we need to focus on: is the physical body and continue to do the the emotional, the mental, and spiritual work as well. Yeah, and you know, food, eating good, healthy food, and just forcing that into our body, into our gut helps the mental, the emotional and the spiritual. So they really go hand in hand. Like some people think when you change your mentality or you heal the trauma and the emotions, then you naturally pick different foods, which is true. That can happen. But also you cannot do those other changes and just force yourself to eat all these healthy foods and change your gut health. And that will that that will change your chemistry in your body so your body will then crave certain foods and then you feel more elevated and then you have this more of this connection to feeling good and to 
or being open up to be able to connect really with God and source and feel really, really great. So mm. they go hand in hand. They do. I love that. So Leona, you were talking about detox. How often do you detox or juice uh, on a regular basis or how often do you do that? Yeah, so I like to detox at least once a year. And so I'm actually on a detox right now. And um, I have a private membership group with the Earth Diet. So we're doing 30 days. And this one's quite extreme, this cleanse. But this one's really for resetting the liver and the gut. And I just felt like, you know, there is a lot of heavy metals, a lot of pollution. We also get toxins from stress as well. And I was down in Florida for for the holidays and I was eating a lot of crab and lobster and, you know, those things are natural straight from the earth, but they can really clog up our system. So I just really wanted to do a cleanse from that. So I think once a year is really great for maintenance. And, you know, I'm committed to doing that for the rest of my life. And um, I also think if we look to the future, and this is something Louise Hay taught me, the pub the publisher for Hay House. So she teaches, well, she wanted to, you know, for all of us to get that we should look to 80, 90, 100 years old and start to visualize, this might sound crazy, but she really wanted us to visualize our death because she wanted us to see us dying in a way that we were choosing rather than dying of sickness or a freak accident, or in pain and suffering. And she said, you know, more people, more young people should visualize dying peacefully at the sleep at the end of the life, having a good life. And so, um, you know, that's a practice I've done now for a long time is like, okay, I'm committed to having a a juice every day until I'm dead. (laughs) I'm committed to, you know, working out and doing certain things. So I would do a, a detox at least once a year for the rest of my life, unless I feel like my body's telling me to do more. And there's also so many different detoxes as well. I love the one that's aloe vera and sovereign silver. Those two together, the colloidal silver and the aloe vera go so well because the aloe vera drives the silver into the gut and it repairs the gut and helps to rebuild new intestines. It is incredible. It is the most powerful gut cleanse that I've ever done. It's so great. I talk about it in the Anxiety Free with Food book. And this is what gives people a new chance at life too, is knowing that, oh, wow, I can actually rebuild new intestines. So when if we get burns on our skin, we go to hospital. The first thing they do in all hospitals around the world is put colloidal silver on the burns. They do this because colloidal silver is the fastest thing on earth that will regenerate the skin. So when we drink it, and this is a food grade sovereign silver, when we drink it, it rebuilds our intestines. It repairs it, it regenerates them, it's incredible. So I definitely recommend people try that one. And then the detox that I'm doing right now for 30 days with my membership group is, so it's basically, it's basically no sugars, like no honey, maple syrup, coconut sugar. It's only fruits. And it's really going back to like as much whole foods as possible. So every day you have a green juice and then you have a, you start the day with a smoothie. So a protein smoothie with berries. So no bananas. There's also no nuts, no beans, no lentils. It's a very much an elimination. So you get back, so back to basics and just a lot of whole foods. So lunch can be like a salad with some salmon or some chicken. There are vegans during the program as well. It could be a vegetable soup. And then dinner is vegetables with a protein as well. So it's very, 
very it's very like good protein good fats very low carb low sugars and it is awesome for resetting the body and just giving a good liver cleanse so when you were uh talking about the aloe vera one is that for 30 days as well you do that one so the aloe one and i talk about that more in the book you can do that from two to eight weeks depending on when you feel like your gut is good and reset so people with like ibs or stronger issues can do it for longer and yeah that you drink so you drink one ounce of aloe and one ounce of silver three times a day with food so you don't actually have to change your diet at all you can keep eating doing what you're doing you just add that 45 minutes before food three times a day and that on an empty stomach will go into your gut and it's such an amazing liberating feeling Mm, that's awesome what about fasting are you into any fasting at all I do like fasting. Fasting is controversial and I do talk about this in the book. So if I look back to the indigenous people, you know, the aboriginals, they naturally fasted. So I believe in natural fasting. I don't believe in forced fasting because forced fasting can actually lead to anxiety. It's actually one of the causes and fasting for long periods of time. And I know fasting is a huge fad, but it's another one of those things where it doesn't work for everyone, especially if people have low blood sugar levels, it can actually be very damaging. So you definitely want to make sure you're a good candidate for fasting. Mm. And you'll know because, you know, naturally when we go to sleep at night and then we wake up in the morning, that's a natural fast. And so I definitely believe in like 13 hours of fasting because after the 12 hours, the body hit the fat burning zone. So if people stop eating eating at 8 p.m., then they should eat like 9 a.m. And that's very very natural for the body to give the body a break, to give the gut a break. Because if not, like the gut is always just working, working to digest. And that does take a lot of energy from the body and from the brain. So I think if people, you know, experiment with at least 13 hours. I mm, love it. Thank you so much. So Liana, as we start wrapping up the show, we always love to ask our woman of inspiration to pick one word that best describes her personal brand. What would be with that one word for you, my dearest? I would say whole, so whole. whole, and if people can just remember that and just think whole foods, like always just, if you have a choice or if you're not sure what to eat, always go for the whole option, like eat the whole avocado or eat nuts that are whole or eat vegetables, fruits, fruits are whole, like that's our, our nature's candy right there is a, is a fruit. Mm, thank you. And the last question we always love to ask our woman of inspiration is to pick three shiny golden nuggets that you would like to leave for our listeners today. And that could be like three practical exercises. Okay, sure. Yeah, I think I emailed you some of these. But off the top of my head, I can I can give some. So number one would be, first of all, cast your anxiety out to God or to the universe and just know that you don't have to keep it in your body. Um, so cast it out and then just trust that you are on the right path to clearing that out forever. Number two would be to have a, a green drink every single day, whether it's a fresh green juice or a green smoothie or a liquid chlorophyll in water or just a greens powder in water. And that will help take care of so many health issues and your brain. And number three would be... 
make your own food at home as much as possible with your own healing hands, especially chocolate. I have so much chocolate recipes in my book. So if you love chocolate, don't resist that because it's very high in magnesium and antioxidants and it makes us feel so good. So get into making some homemade chocolate. Oh, great. And you did well. Through, I just looked them up. So you did well. You were talking about food is medicine. You talked about all of them. So that is perfect. Oh, and who doesn't love chocolate? You know, about like one in a hundred people actually. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. That's yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I come across them like every hundred, every hundred patient or client I work with, they're like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a chocolate person. I don't like it. I'm like, okay, you're one of those. Okay. Yeah, but true. they usually, they usually love cheese and pizza. Mm. and coffee I feel like if they're not a chocolate person they're a coffee person yeah I, I think I'm all I'm, I'm all of them although that I have given up coffee I used to drink a lot of uh, cafetiere of coffee on a daily basis is like almost like 10 12 cups a day uh, wow. now, and then when I did a cleanse a complete cleanse no caffeine I can't go back on it now that's incredible mm. but anyway so Liana I can't thank you enough for coming on the show and sharing your wealth of wisdom, your time and energy. Thank you so much. But before we go, where's the best place that our listeners can find you? Um, they can find me online at my Instagram, Liana Werner Gray, and my website is theearthdiet.com. And then also my books are available at Dimix or Amazon Australia or Booktopia. Great. Thank you so much. We'll have that all of that information in the show notes. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for everything you're doing. Thank you. Thank you so very much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard and this topic really resonated with you and you think it will help others, please share the show with your friends to help us make a difference. And if you want to be part of our mission to help empower the conscious people of this world to learn and grow, then the best way to help us achieve this goal is by giving us a good review on iTunes or please subscribe to the show. The more subscribers, the better the speakers for the show, which then means more value for you so that together we can help the world become a better place. Don't give it another thought. Hit the subscribe button and help people get their weekly lessons. And when you do, please be sure to let us know by sending us an email to collect your special gift, where you have a choice from six guided meditations or an ebook to soothe your soul. Now, if you have any questions or special guests that you would like to hear from, please send us an email to support at katherineplanner.com.au and we will get right back to you. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook at Catherine Plano. That's it for now. Until next week, wishing you a fabulous day.